This story shows us what happens when a marketing campaign messes up so badly that it forces a company to shut down, rebrand, and relaunch again. Unlike in other cases where the brand recovers right after, this one had left a more permanent mark. The incident involves a cigarette brand called Strand. Strand was launched in 1959, but because of a major fuck-up in its first TV ad, it had to be shut down just a couple of years after. Hey everyone, this is Chris Garin, and I have another brand disaster story just for you. But before I forget, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I recently posted a photo of a side-by-side -side comparison of Uniqlo and Miniso's logo, which are coincidentally similar. So you'll find content like that only on our social media pages, so please follow us there. In 1959, WD&H Wills, a British tobacco importer and manufacturer, was gonna launch their new brand. And to promote the launch, they enlisted the help of a major advertising agency to roll out the large-scale marketing campaign. Of course, they had a financial war chest to fund a massive television advertising campaign, and this would run alongside their partnership with local newspapers who will be giving away free packs of Strand cigarettes to readers who filled in and sent coupons. And they had a lot going on, and the TV commercial was supposed to be the one that spearheads the entire multimedia blitz in order to raise brand awareness for their new brand of cigarettes. This isn't really a shock because this is a tobacco company, so the company is really big. Plus, this was a new brand, so it needed to be all or nothing. And these guys, they were going all in on their budget. So they bring in this ad agency to work on the commercial, and I think in under 24 hours, they had an idea approved. Oh, and a source says that the executives, they were really happy with this idea, and they were already celebrating. They were really excited to run this ad, and confidence was sky high. So in the commercial, the scene is in the dimly lit streets of London. This was in 1959, so it was in black and white. You can tell that it's really late at night because there's no one else in the streets. Then coming from the shadows is a man. He's wearing a trench coat and a fedora. And the man, he kinda has this Frank Sinatra look. The camera pans closer to the man, we see more of the empty streets, and there's no one else except for him. And then he stops. He takes out a pack of cigarettes and lights it. And as he's lighting the cigarette, you see his eyes glancing, seeing the empty streets. And I guess he's realizing that there's no one else but him. And then he starts smoking, and then he puffs the smoke. But despite the streets being empty, the narrator says, You're never alone with a strand. The cigarette of the moment. Strand, the new tipped cigarette. Wonderful value at three and tuppence for 20. If you didn't hear it, he said, you're never alone with a strand. The cigarette of the moment. Okay, so I don't know why, but I actually kind of like this ad. The timing of when the message hits it, it's, it's spot on for me. And you know what? People actually love this commercial, and it became quite popular. And Terrence Brooke, the actor who played the man, he became a star, and the music in the background, it ranked number 39 in the UK singles chart. And I read something about people humming the song, because they really liked it. But then, it turns out people liked the ad, but the message of the ad didn't quite deliver according to Strand's plan. You see, the commercial was supposed to make people feel that you'll never walk alone when you have a pack of Strand with you. But then, people associated Strand cigarettes as something that's for people who are lonely, especially since smoking was considered as a social activity. I mean, it's even sometimes used as an excuse to interact with strangers. 
So the message of the ad, it, it gave the people the impression that only unlikable losers who have no friends and family are the ones that go for a pack of strand, and nobody wanted to be seen that way. And you know what the outcome was? This is considered as one of the biggest disasters in British advertising history. A source even said that it was as if they launched a no-smoking campaign. So yeah, it was a complete failure. And because of this, a very small number of people tried out the new strand cigarettes. So the company was even having a hard time getting rid of the samples. And you know what else is sad? For the entirety of strand's lifetime, its market share was only 0.3% of male smokers and 0.7% of female smokers. After months of consistently poor sales figures, Strand pretty much knew that it was over. So the company finally took the commercial off the air, stocks were pulled out from the stores, and just like that, after its launch in 1959, Strand was discontinued around 1961 to 1962. Okay, so here are my thoughts. One of the things that I considered was that Maybe the product was the problem. Like maybe it wasn't good enough in the first place. Cause there have been a lot of instances where a brand would have a marketing blunder but since the product is really good, people just kept coming back for it. But then here's how we know that the issue was never about the quality of the product. Because in 1962, WD and HO Wills, they simply rebranded the infamous Strand cigarettes. So just a year after they discontinued Strand, they were ready to get back in. But this time, they were gonna do it right. They even said, more effort was put into developing and launching it than any other previous cigarette brand. <laughs> I mean, I should hope so, because you guys just fucked up big time a year ago, so I hope to god that you learned something from that. Oh, and can you just imagine what happened to the guy who came up with the idea of the commercial? Don't you just feel sorry for that guy? I mean, he's gonna live his entire life knowing that because of him, a brand collapsed. So Now, this time around, thankfully, they finally did it right. In fact, they did it flawlessly. The new brand of cigarettes is called Embassy, and of course, they needed to run another TV commercial as well, as they did with Strand. But this time around, they weren't taking any chances. Sucks, but I can't find a clip of the actual commercial. But here's the setting. So there's this man, and he's in a party, but it's one of those upscale parties, and no one's paying attention to this man. So Mr. Loser Man then pulls out a pack of embassy, starts offering them around, and just like that, Mr. Loser Man is now the cool guy at the party, and he's starting to get all the attention. And I love how polarized this is compared to the lonely theme of the Strand commercial. It almost seems like what they did was to give the ad agency a clip of the old Strand commercial and told them, okay guys, just do the exact opposite of what we made here. But luckily for Embassy, it became a success, and two years after it's launched, it became Britain's top-selling brand, and it remained number one for six years. And Embassy is actually still around today. Strand's downfall is such a big lesson on the importance of brand positioning. You guys should check out our Twitter account because I shared a video there of a compilation of ads that were run in the 1960s by cigarette brands. And it's fascinating because as a non-smoker, I couldn't really tell what made one cigarette brand different from the other. And the only way for me to determine how it's different from the other is the message or the killer tagline that they would say. And you realize that this message, it could really make or break the brand. And unfortunately, the message that Strand's commercial sent was that it was for lonely losers. But who knows, maybe Strand's purpose was just to teach us a lesson about brand positioning. 
But anyway guys, that's pretty much it about Strand's brand disaster. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I've been pushing out more content there because usually when I'm doing research, I end up stumbling upon interesting things about unrelated brands. So to make the most of it, I share it mostly on Twitter, sometimes on Instagram and Facebook. So just kindly follow us there. And we also have a YouTube channel where we'll be uploading video versions of this episode. And for brand partnerships, you can find our email in the description. Until the next episode, this is Chris Gurin.